Hello, I'm Dr. Doris Forte, and welcome to the Visionarium Podcast, where ordinary people gain extraordinary vision. If this is your first time here, welcome. I'm so glad you're here. And if you've been here before, welcome back. This is part two of the series called Get Brainwashed. Last week, we began talking about mental and emotional clutter and defined what mental and emotional clutter looks like in our everyday lives. You were asked to begin to pay attention to some of your random thoughts and to start making a list of some of the chatter that's streaming inside your head 24-7. So today, we will divide the mental and emotional clutter into categories, or piles, and that will make managing the decluttering process more efficient and easier. We will also discuss in greater detail why mental and emotional decluttering is so important. So let's take a deeper dive inside the visionarium. At some point in our lives, most of us have gone through a decluttering process. It may have been a junk drawer in the kitchen or closet, the garage, or maybe the pantry. There are several ways to approach decluttering. Let's say you're reorganizing a closet. One of the most efficient ways to go about getting that done is to take everything out and dump it on the bed, and then to divide what you have there into piles. One pile might be for shoes, another, say, for coats. There's a pile for handbags, slacks, and then there's a discard pile that has things like that old poodle skirt that you're never going to wear again. So some things are just going to be tossed. There are many categories and subcategories of mental and emotional clutter that we can list, but I've done the work for you and narrowed it down to about four or five categories that the most troublesome emotions usually fall into. So the first category that we're going to talk about is anger and resentment. Anger and resentment is a tough category because so often... The reason that we are angry and resentful is quite justifiable. Somebody let us down. We had an expectation of someone and they didn't come through. They dropped the ball and it landed on our foot. Let's just say, for example, you're an entrepreneur and you need a CPA. So you go through the process of running an ad or taking referrals and you interview an ideal candidate, this person has lots of experience, can easily do the job that you need to have done, so you hire them. But once on the job, they don't do anything correctly. The reports that they give you are inaccurate, and long story short, you end up in trouble with the IRS. You've got to pay a lot of penalty taxes, And that makes you end up having to close one department down in your business. And it's just a mess. And every time you think of this situation, even years later, you have this seething resentment towards the CPA that misrepresented themselves. And you also have some kind of feelings about yourself for not catching it, which is another category. But the point is, We have feelings about certain things, and these feelings are called emotions. And based on our emotions or feelings, we form opinions 
about people and places and things. Our opinions become the basis of our reality. And we build entire realities around our opinions, which stem from our emotions and feelings. The sky is blue. Grass is green. Water is wet. Spouses don't cheat. Friends don't betray. Employees do the job they were hired to do. And as long as everything lines up with our opinion of how everything should be, we experience a positive emotion. But enter life with all of its variants and contradictions that severely challenge our opinion, and we experience negative emotions. All because our opinion of how life should behave based on our feelings about how life should behave were contradicted. And the greater the contradiction, the greater the negative emotion. So where did things go so wrong and how did we get so far off track that we now find ourselves festering in the constipated bowels of resentment and anger? Well, it all started with our feeling. We had an emotion. We formed an opinion and built a reality around that opinion. But guess what? Feelings are not facts. They're just feelings. They come and go. They're just feelings. And certainly they are not the substance with which the foundation of entire realities should be erected. Talk about a house of cards. And of course, I'm not suggesting that we trust no one. That wouldn't be a fun way to live or a healthy way either. Absolutely not. But I am strongly suggesting that we begin to take a close look at our expectations of other people and places and institutions. In my humble opinion, expectations are premeditated resentments. And it would be wise for us to expect less and accept more. Because acceptance is the key to your serenity. And that is the goal, after all. My objective here is to spark some thought on your end about resentments and anger that you may be holding in your own mind about situations that happened in the past. And to possibly entice you to consider that there may be another perspective another way to look at things that will bring you closer to your goal of having peace of mind. There may be another perspective that will ease the angst of resentment and anger. Because truly, harboring resentment and anger is killing you. It is like taking poison and waiting for the other guy to die. These people have long gone on about their business and you are still sipping that poison tea into your mind and spirit every time you replay those tapes. And as we mentioned last week, that's what you do in a continual loop. You just think these thoughts over and over and over because you have not yet developed 
the skill sets that will allow you to do otherwise. And that's why you've come to the Visionarium. So I'm suggesting that we take a look at that anger and resentment and then dump it on the pile. Just dump it right on that pile. Give it a hard dump because it's not serving any positive purpose in your life at all. And now you do have a choice. You can either keep sipping that poison or you can dump it. Because life is really short. Many of us are in our golden years already. And the truth is, the moment we begin to release those feelings of anger and resentment, we start feeling better. Because the pain is not in letting go. The pain is in holding on. And we can let go now. We can let go. When you let go of something, you create space for something better. And moving forward, we can learn how to do a better job monitoring our expectations of other people. We can become more skilled at developing the acumen and acuity that it takes to discern properly. But even then, we'll still miss the mark sometimes. It's never 100%. And that's when you need a wide safety net. And that safety net has to be you. You with your stable, consistent, reliable disposition. So that you're not always being foiled by the disappointments of life. Because life is full of disappointments. And when somebody drops the ball and we feel the pain, rather than going into decades of anger and resentment, we can do like my friend Rhoda used to tell me to do. Rhoda was an 80-something-year-old Caribbean woman, every bit of four feet tall. She was the mother of my best friend. And she used to say to us, Girls, you got to learn to roll with the punches. You got to roll with the punches, honey. And I can see her now telling us to roll with the punches and to stand up and be accounted for in our own lives so that we can depend on ourselves. I also think about Muhammad Ali and his rope-a-dope. Ali would nest in the ropes and he would let his opponents just slug away. They'd be throwing punches left and right and he'd have his gloves up protecting that handsome face of his. But he would let them literally wear themselves out. And then all of a sudden, he'd do a little twinkle toe move back into the ring, and it was over. And Ali knew what he was doing because he never took his eye off the goal, because he was a champion. And champions keep their eye on the goal. In order to live your life like a champion, you've got to learn how to keep your eye on the prize. You've got to focus on the prize, the goal. And the prize, then, or you can dump it. Because life is really short. Many of us are in our golden years already. And the truth is, the moment we begin to release those feelings of anger and resentment, we start feeling better. 
because the pain is not in letting go. The pain is in holding on. And we can let go now. We can let go. When you let go of something, you create space for something better. And moving forward, we can learn how to do a better job monitoring our expectations of other people. We can become more skilled at developing the acumen and acuity that it takes to discern properly. But even then, we'll still miss the mark sometimes. It's never 100%. And that's when you need a wide safety net. And that safety net has to be you. You with your stable, consistent, reliable disposition. So that you're not always being foiled by the disappointments of life. Because life is full of disappointments. And when somebody drops the ball and we feel the pain, rather than going into decades of anger and resentment, we can do like my friend Rhoda used to tell me to do. Rhoda was an 80-something-year-old Caribbean woman. She was the mother of my best friend, every bit of four feet tall, both of them. But these were small women, large women. Rhoda was an 80-something-year-old Caribbean woman, every bit of four feet tall. She was the mother of my best friend. And she used to say to us, Girls, you got to learn to roll with the punches. You got to roll with the punches, honey. And I can see her now telling us to roll with the punches and to stand up and be accounted for in our own lives so that we can depend on ourselves. I also think about Muhammad Ali and his rope-a-dope. Ali would nest in the ropes and he would let his opponents just slug away. They'd be throwing punches left and right and he'd have his gloves up protecting that handsome face of his, but he would let them literally wear themselves out. And then all of a sudden, he do a little twinkle toe move back into the ring and it was over. And Ali knew what he was doing because he never took his eye off the goal because he was a champion and champions keep their eye on the goal. Your goal and the prize is to reclaim your title to mental and emotional peace of mind. So until we meet again, Remember to focus on your dreams because you've got to have a dream to make a dream come true. See you soon.